<laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome in. This is the Birds of a Feather podcast. It's your boy Q City. Your boy Tyrus Bravado. And this is the betting pod for the championship weekend. You guys, we are almost at that point at the end of the season. We have three, three football games less that met games that left that matter in the season, bro. The Pro Bowl, it's a it's a is it even really a competition anymore, bro? It's flag football. <laughs> is it, is it, is it still it's flag football. It's like they don't put they don't even put pads on. It's, it's literally flag football. They don't put pads on. Yeah, pads but I ain't that. we got three games that matter, man. Um, not going to lie to you, bro. It's, it's been fun with you this season, but it feels like it's flown by, man. feels like it's flown by. It is. Way too quick. But Way too we quick. are here for you guys. We're going to deep dive into what last week was. Last week coming in, Taj, you're sitting at 22 and 22. You turned that record around with a 5 and 1 week. You was riding high. Had a little too much dip on your chip. I ain't going to lie to you, big dog. One in three week on these games. It was, it was, it was kind of tough. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was kind of tough. Even the great fall, man. So, you took Houston money line versus Baltimore, right? Couldn't have been more wrong on that one. I took Houston nine and a half versus Baltimore. Once again, I'm, couldn't I'm, have been. The first wrong. half looked great. The first half. The looked first half looked great. But I was like, oh yeah, I, m- I might be on to some, and then. Yeah. But you want to know something Like That boy Mike that first half was He can call a defense man And the thing Another thing about it is I think that punt return skewed How much Baltimore was truly Dominating that game Because when Lamar went down And they scored that second touchdown And it's 14-6 They truly were on pace to continue Dominating the game it was just, uh, what's it called? That punt return kind of switched it, so it was a one-point game at halftime. You know what I'm saying? Um, I thought my nine and a half was safe, but Lamar, Lamar said, let me leave no doubt. Like, <laughs> let me leave no doubt. Put up put up, put up, four of them things, two in there, two yeah. on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the defense did what they did. And, you know, that, that like you heard it here first. Mac McDonald gonna be the Seahawks head coach. Hey, look, I wouldn't be mad at because they're talking about hiring Dan Quinn, bro. And it doesn't make sense to me to fire Pete Carroll to just hire Dan Quinn, like a younger Pete Carroll, a slightly younger it Pete Carroll. Sense in, in the sense that, like, ain't no slightly younger. Pete Carroll seventy two, Dan forty something. That ain't no slightly younger. Dan forty something, bro. I swear he, boy. Hey, look, time yeah. is not nice to him. That man look old as shit. He just bald. <laughs> He just the ball to you. But no. Nah, that, that, that coach life is stressful. I I think I think Dan Quinn. Oh my bad. He's 53. He's 53. So he's 20 years younger. Yeah. I just I feel like you're getting a you're getting a downgrade to the same guy, to be honest with you, bro. I mean, yeah, but you you like realistically, how much longer is Pete Carroll going to coach? He's seventy two. How, how much longer is he? No, no, no. I, I don't get me wrong. I, I get the moving on from, moving on from uh, Pete. But if you're going to move on from Pete, move on from Pete. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like when Mike Vrabel was kind of I mean, touted as, oh, he could possibly be Atlanta's coach. And it's like, 
No, like we're moving on from Arthur Smith. So like any of his like little remnants or whatever, I'm not trying to deal with that. So like I get that, but at the same time, I don't really because like at the end of the day, yeah, he worked there, but these are different people. Like Arthur Smith was a titan longer than Raymond was. I get that, but Dan Quinn was was Dan Quinn was there for like two years, two maybe three years, and then he's he's been gone longer than he was actually in Seattle. Which is true, which is true, but I feel like you're still trying to fall up under that same tree. You're still trying to get, you're still trying to recapture that magic, right? And and Philly, Philly did it the best, you know what I'm saying? Philly doesn't stray too far from Andy. They fired him, they, they went the Chip Kelly route, it went absolutely terrible, and ever since then, every single head coach they hired has had some connection to Andy Reid, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just... It's what it is. They don't stray too far from Andy. You know what I'm saying? But like for the Seahawks, it felt like you were kind of trying to turn the page on Pete Carroll. So it just didn't make sense for you to go, you know, kind of reach back and go to Dan Quinn when there are people like Mike McDonald, our coach, he ain't on the market no more. Raheem Morris, you know, people like there, if you wanted a defensive mindset, were out there. Okay. So, but here's the, here's the thing I know with it. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, when we bring up people like Matt McDonald, but Matt McDonald, he's only been a quarterback for one year. There, you know? Which is true. Um, he's he's 36 years old. And it's, it's, it's like, people got to stop acting like that any of these candidates is a sure thing. Because honestly, we don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we don't know. Nah. It's all, these are all educated guesses that these owners yeah. are making. They're making educated investments on who they think might work, but they don't know until, until shit hits yeah. It looks like Ben Johnson's going to Washington and everybody's going to give them 10 wins. And then you go there and he might be the second coming of Josh McDaniel. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Cause like, cause like I, 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 I see like a large group of fans that are up in arms about, you know, even our hiring and like, just do some, do a little research, you know, and and you, you might like what you see in there. So, so it doesn't. It goes to like, show. It's like when you got a large group of fans, if you you got coaches and you got a large group of coaches and former players caping for this man, and y'all hate it. I don't get it, but it is what it is. I would I would sit over here and drop this. Some people don't know ball reference, but seeing as we were both completely wrong, <laughs> seeing as we were both completely wrong on this bet, I don't want to be. Uh, too hard on y'all. So, like, a, Houston has a bright future, bro. Houston, Houston, they are set for the next ten years. They're and, yeah, and and they get the benefit of keeping slowing another year. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't able to, you know, he's not going to make a lateral move. He gets all the credit, you know, for for CJ being there, seeing as D'Amico's a, a defensive coach. The one thing I will say, I think that Houston's ascendance was terrible for a couple franchises, right? The first franchise... Yeah, it hurts to see. You said what? Yeah, see, it hurts to see for, for, for franchises who, who are trying to, you know, duplicate that model because that model is going to be damn near impossible to duplicate because C.J. Stroud don't come out... Every single year. Often. Right? Every single year. And I think the team that it hurts the most is a game we're about to talk about, but... Like, Houston's ascendance hurts Buffalo the most, right? Like, if you look at you look at Baltimore, Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati, because, you know, when Joe's going to be healthy, you look at uh, Miami, it's all, it seems to always going to be in there. And if you add Houston, 
if you add Houston, because Buffalo is going to get there, right? There's a lot of teams out there. The Chargers, the the Broncos, who just have like, they're going to have a crazy dead cap situation. Um, I don't feel like the Raiders have those aspirations. But you look at the Colts, you know, who just happened with Richardson. You look at the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. A lot of these teams, the, the Browns, whose quarterback they paid $230 million guaranteed. There's a lot of teams out there. Thank you. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate <laughs> There's a lot of teams out there fighting for two playoff spots because it looks like looks like this kid's got one locked up for the next couple of years. And barring health, like we, we almost write in three playoff spots every year and uh, four playoff spots in the AFC every year. Baltimore, Kansas City, Cincinnati, if they're healthy, and Buffalo. Those are kind of just like write-ins. You know what I'm saying? That like these guys are going to be in there. They're seeding their position. That's fine. These guys are going to be in there. I didn't even mention Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? So like basically for the other three spots, you got like nine teams in very, very precarious situations fighting for it. If a fifth team is now right in, hey, look, man. Some of these some of these franchises are gonna have some hard decisions to make. You know what I'm saying? Like Harbaugh just went to LA and I was listening to Yeah, that's probably gonna be a right in. I'm I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call that a right in. So so now if you're Cleveland, if, if LA's a right in and Houston's a right in, now you're in Cleveland. What's that situation like? Now now you're in now you're in Denver. What's that situation like? If, if you're in Denver, you're basically saying for the next five years, you're never going to finish above third in your division. Yeah, it's a dogfight over there for real. You know what I'm saying? What if... It, it, it's dead ass a straight dogfight. Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? Is Pittsburgh just going to keep finishing fourth in their division? You, you, you feel me? Yeah, is Pittsburgh just going to be slated as fourth in their division? Like uh, Richardson, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then the elephant in the room, Trevor Lawrence, bro. You know what I'm saying? The Jaguars yep. basically had this division on lock, had things fall through their hands. Now you're looking at it to where you have a serious contender within your division. And if, if Houston's just going to be there every year, no matter what, Houston's going to find a way to make the playoffs every year because Stroud is healthy. That was supposed to be your spot. You look you look at Peyton Manning's dominance. It started in the fact that, like, when they reshuffled the NFL, and, and I'm not the – please, this is no Peyton Slater. I think he's, like, a top three quarterback all time. Um, but when the league realigned and it became the AFC South – it benefited Brady and it benefited Manny. You know what I'm saying? Like he consistently faced bad quarterback play. You know what I'm saying? And was able to dominate that division, rack up 12, 13 wins every year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that was his right end spot. That was supposed to be Trevor Lawrence. Now you have a, a bona fide guy in your division. What does this look like for you long term? I think a lot of teams are, are, are in tough spots if Houston is just going to become that perennial playoff contender. Yeah, because he's – I'm going to say he's, he's the best quarterback in the division. Um, 
And Richardson, hey, Rick, for all we know, Richardson might turn to be too. The AFC South might be a quarterback heavy division. Yeah, like Tennessee. But the AFC in general is the AFC South. The AFC in general is 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 a is a a plethora of heavy hitting quarterbacks. Yeah. And the league isn't realigning. The NFC side is more team. Yeah, it's not no. NFC, I think NFC has stronger teams, but the AFC definitely has a better quarterback play. And you look at it, if, if you take the fourth team in a lot of these divisions and you just look at their quarterback quarterback play, like you look at Tennessee, they they don't know if they have something in Will Levis. They might like it, they might not. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't really know. You look at Washington. Callahan gonna find out. Yeah, you look at Washington, they may or may not like uh Sam Howell. I think they're going somewhere else in the draft. I think Jaden Daniels is kind of they take it. They, they number two. They take it. Yeah, they're taking Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Caleb. With they're taking the quarterback. But then you're looking at it. Who does that drop down to four? New York. No, New York's five. Four is the. No, I'm saying like who does that drop to fourth in their division? Oh. You know what I'm saying like the oh, oh oh the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Might might just be perpetually stuck at fourth. Doesn't mean Antonio Pierce is a bad coach. It's just like you don't have the quarterback play to deal with. Yeah, it might be the Broncos. It could be. It could be. And that's going to be tough because their payroll is crazy. And they're taking a crazy dead cap hit getting rid of yeah. Russ. Yeah. Yeah. But I think. So they're going to have possibly, more than likely another bad year. So, hey, Houston, Houston coming up has, has done a lot. Has done a lot to the league, has done a lot to the AFC. But. You love to see it because the kid can ball. The kid can play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this second game, you laid, you laid them on the table. You know what I'm saying? You went Green Bay money line, San Fran. I took the plus 10. I'm not saying that you was on the wrong side of this. Like the, I, A little caveat, right? A little caveat. And sophisticated bettors know what I'm talking about. You can lose a bet and be on the right side of it. And like betting is betting is a zero sum game. Like, let's please don't get that mistaken when I say that. But like you being on the right side of a bet and getting a bad beat or a bad break does not mean that you don't know how to bet or you don't know what you're talking about. And I think that like you guys have constantly heard me say, oh, I feel like I was on the right side of that one. And then you'll get a comment like, oh, you lost a bet. Oh, y'all betting numbers this. Oh, your betting numbers that. Like. Not to brag or be anything like Taj is sitting slightly below 500 and I'm like getting close to 60%. Kind of know what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just kind of know what we're talking about. And so when I say you're on the right side of it, it's just like, yeah, I took Green Bay best plus 10, but it's because, okay, I thought the game was going to be close. It's a Green Bay money line. And if Jordan Love doesn't make the most boneheaded interception that I've seen in a while, Green Bay probably wins that game. So, like, this means, like, being on the right side of a bit, right? So, obviously, the plus 10 hit. Jordan Love, boy, that boy about to get broke off. He about to get paid, my man. He about to, he about to get that bag and then some. Oh, yeah. He about to get that bag and then some. For sure. He, he for sure about, about to get him a nice little bag. Who didn't look great at all in that game was Purdy, and like 
people will. He he he, he did it when it mattered. That's and see, that's what people kind of stick to. But like for me, I I feel like that gives me a lot of pause because, bro, the the 49ers had two interceptions in that game. Obviously, the last one kind of sealed the game, right? The first interception, I, I feel like it was just a good play, if I'm remembering correctly. Just kind of like a good play situation. Purdy as a whole through three quarters played like crap. When Debo went out, Purdy was sailing balls. Purdy was Green Bay's defense couldn't capitalize, right? And like, you're not able to – Green Bay easily could have had this game look just like Dallas's game. If, if they were able to capitalize on Purdy just not being able to throw the ball. And it was like – it was funny in the broadcast because it made me think of me and your conversation where they were like, Kyle's Owen – what is it? Owen – I think it was Owen 30 before this game when trailing more than seven. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. right? It was him as a head coach. And the broadcast brought up the fact of like, well, he's a very conservative play caller. You know what I'm saying? And he leans on the run, this and that. And so that that kind of hamstrings him as he goes into the fourth quarter. And I was like, that shit was boring because you were too aggressive during the Super Bowl, right? And then you you saw Putness on TV. It was an overcorrection. Yeah, you saw Putness on TV later in the week being able to put the two and two together. But that's just be like, hey, bro, you heard it here first, bro. Like <laughs> you you heard it here first. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when you kind of get that history and you understand how guys are bitten. You know what I'm saying? Like Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Schottenheimer was always seen as somebody who was super too conservative in the playoffs. <laughs> he was always seen as somebody. Who was, yeah, I was like, uh, who was too conservative in the playoffs, right? But that was born from the drive. You know what I'm saying? When when Elway went 99 on him, you feel me? Like, he wasn't able to recover from that. Mindset wasn't right. Yeah. It was always, I don't want to get the ball back. I just think these are things you got to think about when you want to bet, looking at coaches, I felt like Green Bay was going to stick around. And to be honest with you, I think they could have won this game. But it bodes very, very well for Jordan Love. He is about to get paid. Yeah, there's no more, no more whatever that was in the end, Jordan. And we good. Now, the one person, now the one I will say we were on complete opposite sides of, I took Detroit, you took Tampa. I I don't trust Baker enough to take Tampa. I still don't feel like I wasn't. I still don't feel like I wasn't on the wrong side of that though. All right, why not? I mean, it was still a good game. I just, you know, I feel like it still could have went either way. So I, I don't feel like I wasn't on the wrong side. Which I mean, I I feel you, but like for me, bro, when I look at it, they had they had a late what's it called. They had a late drive that turned it, and then Detroit was, like, really aggressive. That's the one thing I will say about Detroit. Bro, they they add a lot of variance to the game, right? They add a lot of variance to the game because of the way they 
uh, like go for fourth downs and, you know, uh, yeah, Dan Quinn, I mean, not Dan, but Dan Campbell is very, very aggressive. Yeah. And, and it adds a lot of variance to the game and it's cool and whatnot, but boy, it, 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 it could lose you some game. It could lose you some games, man. And <laughs> like, I think that his aggression is, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Like, I think as a fan, when you got the ball at the 48 and it's a fourth and six or not a fourth and six, but maybe like a fourth and three or a fourth and two, you're screaming at the TV, go for it. And your and your coach punts. You know what I'm saying? We dealt that. We dealt with that with Arthur Smith a couple of times this year. You know what I'm saying? You, you want a guy who's going to go for it in that situation. Cause you're like, ah, if the, if the punt rolls into the back of the end zone, it's only like a net net positive for 27 yards there. You know what I'm saying? I trust our defense enough. We can play the numbers there. He he always goes with that decision. But man, throwing the ball, and he don't really quit. he don't really spend no time debating on it either. He goes. He but goes. throwing the ball after Tampa had scored and basically giving them a free timeout was crazy work. Was crazy work, bro. Um, and then something that nobody wants to talk about. I seen it on Reddit, and I had to go back and look because it. it they showed it on network broadcast. What the hell was Jared Goff doing when he was supposed to be taking these? Oh. Because he stacked the ball with like 20 seconds on one of them. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, yeah. You, you gotta yeah, like he got way too excited, bro. <laughs> and Tampa didn't use their timeout, which was weird. Cause, but I, I I get what Bowles was saying because he was like it was basically just didn't delaying the inevitable. Um, had I had I used the timeout, I would have forced him to run a play. Uh, basically on the math of it, someone broke it down. They would have got the ball back with like eight seconds left, right? So it would have been definitely like a ladder play or a hail mary type of situation. But even still. Don't leave no time on the clock, bro. Take take the ball down to five seconds. Take no, no, the knees. You can't do it. You can't do take it. the knees. All right. Not a big game of the weekend. We both were on the right side of it. Kansas City, Buffalo. If you don't beat this Chiefs team, when you going to beat them, bro? Um, Josh Allen is never going to be the <laughs> Hey, look, man. I don't. I don't think you're wrong, man. Cause like, what's funny? What's funny? Cause I know I sent it to you that Bleacher Report where they were like, Josh Allen is Dan Marino in terms of like Patrick Mahomes to his rival, bro. Y'all heard it here first, bro. <laughs> like, y'all heard it here first. Huh? Nah, see, see, this this is what it is, though. Josh Allen is Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> He, he 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 just ain't never enough to beat up to him. Like no matter how close he get, he always find another level. He, um, I'm not lying to you. He just is what it is. That's man. it's it's what it looks like. It's what it looks like, bro. And one of the breakdowns, I'm, I am going to credit him because it's nationally syndicated. I don't want y'all to feel like I'm trying to steal a take or whatever. I have my own my own mindset on it though. Uh, Nick Wright, he was talking about how. 
Brady and Manning, when Brady retired, when Manning retired was an actual debate, right? Like it was an actual debate and people forget because Brady took it like way far out that like when Manning retired, it was an actual debate. Manning had two rings, three appearances, five MVPs, right? Brady had two, he had, what was it? Five appearances, three rings, two MVPs, right? When Peyton retired and when Peyton retired, he was three and two. Now, I think I said this last week, when Peyton retired, he was three and two against, against Brady. Like once he, once he learned how to beat him, he never lost to him again. He's three and two in the playoffs first break. And I think overall they were like 10 and 11 versus each other. 11 to 10 was close, but it was an actual debate. Right. And I think when we're discussing Patrick, we want to give him a rival so bad, but like, bro, if you pull up the numbers from him versus any of his peers, there's no comparison, bro. There is no body. It's him and then. Yeah, it's just it's really just him, but like the I, I guess um like I mean we'll find out what next week um if Lamar wins his MVP then I mean the, the Lamar probably be the closest thing you can give him in the competition even though statistically it may not measure up but stylistically they're very different but he'd be the closest thing you can look, give him look to like someone at the top of the game so that was that that was gonna roll right into what the betting points was gonna be for this week because like I hate the whole legacy play thing but like it is in play here. Lamar is the only person that can have any sort of this is a rivalry with Patrick Mahomes. So, Patrick Mahomes, two MVPs. Lamar, we're presuming after next week, will have two MVPs. Lamar has to win this game to even have it be a conversation because Pat has three Super Bowl appearances, two rings, right? So, like, Lamar's got to start. He's got to get, like, at least, at the very least, a Super Bowl appearance. You only have to win it. You got to get at least a Super Bowl appearance, right? You look at it that way, and it's like, okay, Lamar has an opportunity to be a peer, like, on the same level. I think if he wins and then wins the Super Bowl, there could be legit conversation going into if anybody came up to you next year and was like Lamar's the best in Lamar's the best quarterback in the game, it wouldn't be slandered. Like you could have a legit conversation about it, bar for bar, right? You kind of no, no, no. I'm I'm still gonna go with Pat, but I'm saying if if somebody came and was like they got same number of MVPs, Lamar's the champion, Pat got two. You know what I'm saying? But like if you want to keep it a bean, he got there on a year Lamar was hurt. Right, like you could you could have a conversation, right? I ain't saying it's a good conversation. I ain't saying it's a right conversation. All, all three times on Lamar was hurt, huh? All three times Lamar was hurt, huh? No, no, no. I'm saying one of the times he got there, Lamar was hurt. Yeah, then you all you gotta do about what about the other what about the other two times he went? The other two times he he won, and Lamar beat him and won. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying it could be a conversation. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. I'm saying it could be a conversation. It's not complete slam. I, I don't think you could use that conversation when Mahomes done been ran through the ARC. They would have the same number of MVPs. They would both be champions. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Please don't, please don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if somebody, if a Baltimore fan came up to me and said it, 
I wouldn't just be like, man, shut up, you don't know ball. Like you, you can have an actual conversation. I ain't gonna say you don't know ball, but I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you wrong. But you can have an actual conversation. Now, if someone came up to me and was like, Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the league, you shut up. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Like that's not a, a true or accurate statement. He might he might be one of the most talented. He might be one of the most physically talented, yeah. but it's, he 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 still ain't. Hey, he, he, ladies and gentlemen, talent only gets you, but so far, work hard. Hey, look, man, talent gets you fired. I think, or did I say potential? Potential or talent? Both of them, man, they actually get you fired, bro. Potential, potential, can potential get you potential gets you fired, bro. And he's he's physically talented, and you seen how they sacked his offensive coordinator. And I think one of the best, one of the best uh, analogies for it was that they. They saw the house and they said, oh, I can't turn on the ceiling fan. So they took a floor off the house and then they said, oh, I still can't touch the ceiling fan. So they put in an extra slab of concrete and raised the floor. That was Josh Allen, bro. They blew up the house when they got rid of his offensive coordinator. And Joe Brady came in and he turned him into a ground and pound run team where Josh Allen Ain't putting the ball in the air. He in this whole six game win streak, seven game win streak that everybody was talking about, he threw over two hundred like twice, and in those times he turned the ball over. They lowered the ceiling because they don't trust this man, bro. They don't trust this man. He turned the ball over way too much, so they was just like, "Look, I I I can't trust you to have the good without the bad." So I'm fine with not having the good. Everybody wants to. They turned that man into a game manager. He was an exciting game manager because he could scramble a little bit, but they didn't let him air it out and do what he was supposed to. And then they didn't let him do it for eight weeks. They let him do it for eight weeks, or they didn't let him do it for eight weeks. And then when you needed it, everybody wanted to jump on Stefan. Stefan ain't got that ball thrown to him like that in eight weeks, bro. In two months, he ain't had that ball thrown to him. That used to be their whole offense. He ain't had that ball, that ball thrown to him in two months. And you mad he didn't make it in that situation. I get it. He a pro. He should have made the catch. Blase, blase. But like, that's not what the offense has turned into. And and everybody want to get on Stefan. Yeah, he, he bit. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, a big players got to make big plays. He do. He do. I'm not. Hey, look, I'm not. I'm not saying that you are absolved from not catching it. You can't, you can't have that hit you right here. And then look at the quarterback like, hey, look, I'm I'm not saying he absolved. I'm not saying he absolved, but you can even you know, even you know, he been playing good soldier. He been blocking on the edges. He been, you know what I'm saying. He been running his routes, being a decoy. They put the numbers up. Rasheed Rice had more yards than him the past eight weeks, bro. And you see how bad we talk about. Yeah, but you see how we talk about Kansas City's receiving court. And at best, Rasheed Rice is the second option on Kansas City. And he has more. Yeah. I mean, Travis, Travis is Travis, the first option. But, I mean, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. At, it, and to keep it being probably the third option because Pacheco is, is usually where they run. I'm saying they run the ball with Pacheco. I mean, yeah, but like in, in, when it comes to passing, it, it's, it's... Yeah, Rice is the second option. Had better numbers than Stefan over the past eight weeks of the season, bro. 
Because, like, y'all not using him the same way. You're not putting the ball in the air the same way. Like, y'all don't trust Josh Allen, bro. No, they don't. Because he can't take care of the ball. He puts the ball in Harvard far too much. Brett Favre Jr. puts the ball in Harvard way too much. And that's that's where I feel like going back to CJ, the Bills are they're gonna get expensive, right? And like when are you gonna win? They are already expensive. They are they are, but they've been able to play and manipulate the cap. Now, Tredavious White, Matt Milano both come back. You know what I'm saying? But they're both coming off devastating injuries, right? So like that's kind of uh Von Miller. I'm pretty sure he's gone after this year. Um, I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> no, it was a three year. It was a three year deal. It was a three year deal he signed. It was a six year deal. It was a six year deal he signed. It might be three years in principle, but it was a six year deal he signed. Nah, it's funny money. It was a six. It no, I don't. I don't doubt that it was a six year deal. But I'm saying, like, in terms of hard and what's going to be dead cap and whatever, it's like three. If I'm not mistaken. Well, well, he got one more year than Yeah, so. but but I think they eat it. I think they eat it. I don't he bro. Man, that's that's a lot. Have you seen him. his stats for the season? That's a lot. Have you seen his stats for the season? I mean, he was he he but he, he wasn't healthy either. Like when it comes to stats, I feel like context is not included enough. I think he had like eleven total tackles, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, but he he also didn't play every. Hey, game. I get it, but like, bro, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. Then they got they got Gregory yeah. Rousseau, they got Ed Oliver. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's getting to a point to where you already started skimping on the offensive end, right? Like you're relying on rookie contract and mid level type players on that side of the ball. Now your defense is getting old, expensive, coming off injury. When is it going to be Buffalo's year, bro? Because if if let, let let me ask you, let me ask you. Because Joe's going to be Joe should be healthy next year, right? If I come into the AFC next year, right, regardless of who wins the championship game or the Super Bowl, I'm probably going to do KC number one. Right, like just next year, I just, who's coming out of the Super Bowl for the AFC? I'm probably gonna go KC number one. Who's your second team? Probably Baltimore, right? The two teams in the AFC Championship. Joe Selke, who's your third team? Probably them. Who's your fourth team? Maybe. It's too early to say that right now, but I want to say the Chargers. Okay. All right. You know, Chargers with Harbaugh. Who's your 15? Probably the Dolphins. You ain't even got to Houston yet. Or Cleveland with their number one ranked defense yet. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've never said that Josh Allen's not a good quarterback. Like, he turns the ball over at a historic rate, but he's a good quarterback, bro. He's a good quarterback. He just do dumb shit. You might enter the season as 
with the fifth or sixth best odds to reach the Super Bowl? And you had no, but who, you, know, you know how the media is. The, the, the media going to prop them up, and they're going to be like, oh, it's their year again. Like, the media treats the Bills like the media treats the Cowboys. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy work. It's crazy work, bro. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I get it. People be like, oh, Josh Jones. Like, when, when they trying to hit on him. Josh Jones has only been to two Pro Bowls. First off, he's had, like, four Pro Bowl seasons. The two that he didn't go to. He claimed injury, but he was golfing like the next week. He's a good quarterback. Like nobody's saying that he's a he's not a good quarterback, right? Yeah. But like, you don't let him go fire breathe in dragon mode like you like you do Lamar, like you do Patrick, like you do Joe, like jo- Joe versus the 49ers this year, bro, where he just went full. I own this game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, C.J. Stroud versus the Bengals this year where he just went full. Hey, I own this game. Lamar versus Houston just now. Yeah. I own this game. You don't let Josh do that because he turns the ball to he turns the ball over too much. You're handicapping him, bro. You handicapping him. The thing, the thing is, what Josh Allen is, the thing is, sometimes they do let him do that, but the thing is, like, because like 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 uh more early comparison, he, he's Brett Favre to me. Because the thing is like this, they gonna have games where we're like, damn, this is just one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. And then they gonna have games where they give you three interceptions. There is no, <laughs> yeah. And 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 to be honest with you, when Holmgren got Brett got Brett Favre's in between, three time MVP, two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl, and so like I get. I get why I get why he's the drug you can't quit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, if you can strike the balance, because like it's, it's just like the, the highs are high, but the lows, oh god. Yeah, yeah. It's but the, but the but the highs. Remember, he remind you of that first time. <laughs> and please don't blame the kicker, bro. Please, please don't blame the kicker. Like y'all, y'all. Whenever you had a conversation with any. Fan or football person, don't blame the kicker, bro. Don't blame the kicker. There were several instances in that game where where he dropped the ball. Yeah, you don't blame the kicker. So three and one week for me, one and three week for Taj. I'm sitting at twenty nine and twenty four. Taj is sitting at twenty three and twenty five. Got three games turned around, man. Got three games turned around. I just gotta be. I just gotta be one better than five. <laughs> better than five. That's all I need. Just one. Um, but we're actually we're on opposite sides. Um, I took Baltimore money line. KC, you took KC money line. Baltimore. Uh, I don't really think you gotta explain yourself. If anything, I probably gotta explain myself. But if you want to give a little <laughs> synopsis of why you chose KC, Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, it's very, very hard for me to pick uh, against Mahomes and Andy. Um, to be honest, for to be honest with you, bro, six times in a row, six times in a row, they've been in the AFC Championship game. The last five results, lost in overtime to Brady. Um, beat the dog crap out of the Titans. 
beat the dog crap out of the out of the Bills. Um, lost to the Bengals. Beat the beat the Bengals. Right. So like, lost to the Bengals in overtime. Beat the Bengals. So like, this is either a win or an overtime loss. <laughs> you feel me? This this is what's gonna happen, right? Remember last year when uh the Chiefs beat uh the Bengals and his dad was like, "We smoking on that Joe Burrow." <laughs> they gonna be smoking on that Lamar Jack. Yeah, nah, man. I the Lamar Jack pack is gonna be loud. So here's my only when you deep dive into the numbers, right? Everybody talks about like how great Baltimore's defense is. I don't think most people realize how great Kansas City's defense is, bro. The number two, they're one and two in points yeah, allowed. <laughs> yeah, and like in yards, I think it's like a seventeen or nineteen difference. So like, and then Baltimore, Baltimore is sixth in yards. Kansas City's second in yards. Their uh, scoring scoring average, it's not even a full point. I want to say it's like 0.5. It's not even a full point difference in scoring average. Yeah, it's like, I know Kansas City is like 17.9. Yeah. Or 17.3. Yeah, it's not even a full point difference. So it's like pe- people have really been sleep on how good Kansas City defense is. And I've been trying to tell these people. But people have been looking like, man, it's just Mahomes. I said, you do realize that defense is the reason why they're even here. Because the offense was yeah. struggling. The defense was the, yeah. the, 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 the heavy lifting yeah. this year. The, the, but the offense is starting to find their stride when it matters most. Now, let me tell you the only thing that gives me extreme pause about this whole defense being good, right? So Baltimore's defense is historic. It's first team to lead in scoring average sacks and turnovers, right? Turnovers. Here's the thing about that. Turnovers are random, and they don't repeat year over year, right? So, like, Kansas City... To be as good as a defense as they are, I think they had less than twenty turnovers this season. If I'm not mistaken, that is that is a really impressive feat because I am able to keep my yards down, keep your scoring down, and keep your uh, and still sack you. Because Kansas City only has three less sacks than Baltimore. Without getting a random without turnover. Getting a random turnover. Without getting a random turnover. And like Baltimore is kind of relied on turnovers. Now, 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 there's two games this year that skewed that very heavily. The 49ers game and the, uh, oh, it was another game. They had four turnovers. It, it really, it really skewed it, right? But even if you take away those eight, I think they're still at like third. 32 or something like that, still a ridiculously high number. And so that does kind of give me pause, right? Because Mahomes is going, he's going five games in a row in the playoffs without turning the ball over. Six is an NFL record, but he's going. I, 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 I wish you didn't say that because you didn't. Hey, that's fine. I need that. I need that. I chose Baltimore. <laughs> I chose Baltimore. And I'll kind of bet with my heart here, man. I want I want Lamar to get one, man. I hate I hate the Lamar slander, bro. Like, I really feel like it's not that Pat's not a brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the fact Pat is a is a is a black quarterback. You know what I'm saying? See. But like so, Okay. So me me and my cousin, <laughs> me and my cousin had this discussion, right? Um 
I, he was talking about, I want Lamar to win. I said, why? I mean, they both they both black quarterbacks. What, what's, your, what, what's, your, what's your issue? He said, because Mahomes ain't a nigga. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say it in a more politically correct way. But, like, that's, hey, that's, that's, that's kind of what it boils down on, man. You know, like, God, hey, 305, baby. Like, nah, bro, just, like, I, nah, but in all truth and honesty, like, Mahomes does present a certain image, right? And and I think he hits on the best parts of what the league wants to put forward as a brand, as an ambassador. Side note, do you know Adam Silver is getting, like, another contract? He might be the worst commissioner in sports. We will get into that. Um, Get ready for the basketball pot. But Goodell, you know, he does a great job at putting forward putting four certain icons in the league, right? And if you look at the skill positions, heavily influenced by young African-American males who don't necessarily fit mainstream media image. Look at Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase on the on the offensive end, Odell Beckham, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got goals in their mouth, they got dreads, they like, you you know what I'm saying? You look on the... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying they don't... Oh. Yeah, I'm saying they, 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 they don't necessarily... Look a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like Alvin Kamara for the longest. Got the goals in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? Celebrating like this. Um, You look at the whole 49ers team, bro. Debo, Trent Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like this is kind of what the league is putting forward. But that main face of the league has just been kind of like a very well-spoken biracial man. You know what I'm saying? And it's not going to change regardless of the outcome of this game. You know what I'm saying? But Doug Williams winning was iconic in the sense of like a black man could do this and like media not media i would say culture has shifted and changed a bit to where i think lamar is kind of the african the african-american man's quarterback you know what i'm saying and not to say white people won't like him or whatever i think anybody who is kind of with me in my mindset understands what i'm saying when i say that right is that See, we wasn't supposed to be here. My cousin broke it down. He was just saying, "This is how my cousin broke it down." He just like he he identifies them both as black men, but he also looks Lamar. He says Lamar resembles more closely what I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. He, he said Lamar is someone that looks and acts like me, and I can identify him. Like I, I see me and Lamar because like. And I think I mean that, that, that's basically what it comes down. Yeah, to. And I think most black guys don't necessarily and hell this this might this might say a lot about the culture and whatnot but I don't think a lot of them see themselves in Jalen Hurts right even though Jalen Hurts is a is a model a model guy hard work and discipline I don't I don't think a lot of them see themselves in them right and I think that I think a good part of it is because how the media portrayed Lamar Jackson coming out as this kind of ultimate underdog, as this kind of shunned entity, as this kind of, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be able to do this. And so like him winning kind of feels like a win for everybody. He embraced it. And I love yeah. it. He, he embraced it. Cause like, uh, even when, um, you know, he goes in and has these good passing games, he's like, not bad for a running back, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Hey, look, would never be mad if Pat won because, like, I feel like Pat's chasing ghosts. I already feel like he's in LeBron territory to where he's not playing anybody he's playing against. He's playing against Tom Brady, and that's it. 
You know what I'm saying? Every time he lines up, he's he's playing against Tom Brady. LeBron, like, he's not facing Kevin Durant. He's not facing Joel. He's not facing Victor Emoniano. He's facing Jordan. He's not even, I don't even I'm not even sure if he I'm not even sure if he faces Jordan anymore. I mean, I personally think he's a GOAT, but like I think he's just trying to top his own greatness. <laughs> but like I, I personally think he's a GOAT, but I'm saying like for people who don't, that's the only person they're comparing him to. Him, Kobe, you know what I'm saying? But like he's chasing ghosts. He's he's not chasing people who playing right now. You know what I'm saying? So like I could never be mad at Pat one. But that's a long way of me saying. I hope Baltimore wins, so I bet him. <laughs> um, but we are on the same side on the other game. That gives me pause because we both may just be freaking wrong here. But <laughs> we both got Detroit beating San Fran. And maybe it's just because San Fran looked so bad last week. But I, I think Detroit has has every capability in the world of winning this game. Jared Goff turns into a different quarterback when he goes outside, but he is used to playing in California. I, I think Detroit has a. I think Detroit has a way, bro. I believe so too. Um, I believe so too. I think that. Please don't get fooled by last week's game. Kyle was very tight. He threw the ball on that last drive because he absolutely had to. <laughs> right. He went. He was super aggressive on third downs. He didn't face any fourth downs, but he was super aggressive on his second and third down play calling because they had to, right? Um, He got to a groove. He's a good play caller. I can't take that away from him. But like we talked about, Campbell adds a lot of variance to the game, right? He does. And Mm -hmm. I think most teams, we talked about it, you're you're basically thinking you're going to get about nine or ten possessions in a game. You know what I'm saying? Outside of, you know, like kneel downs to end the half. Or, or in the game. You're thinking you're going to get nine or ten possessions. And bad teams scoring about three of those. Decent teams scoring about five or six of those between field goals and touchdowns. Really great teams score six, seven, you know, consistently. And so, like, I think the Lions are a good team. I think they're looking to score between four and four and six. You know what I'm saying? Touchdowns and field goals. They're looking to score between four and six possessions. If they mess up and get a score they're not supposed to, and they're around six to seven, I think that totally changes the dynamic of the game. And that happens because Campbell adds variance to the game by randomly going for it. Being aggressive. He's super aggressive. I I don't think it's ever random. I I think he's a a very analytical coach. Mm -hmm. And you look at it, Kyle is very – Kyle knows he has a good team. And if you look at the 49ers, in seven possessions, they may get three touchdowns, two field goals, right? They they try to shorten the number of possessions you get in the game. So instead of seven, they might do – they might have eight possessions in the game, right? Three touchdowns, two field goals. They scored 27 points. And they've shortened the game so much that you only had, you were supposed to have eight possessions, but they turned you over once. You only had seven possessions, right? And you were only able to score three times. Even if you went all touchdowns, they won by six points. You know what I'm saying? And probably controlled it toward the end of the right. game. 
most teams ain't gonna and, and then most teams ain't gonna get three of those touchdowns. It's probably gonna be two touchdowns and maybe a field goal or two field goals. Now it looks like San Fran's blowing people out by ten. I don't think the Lions really allow you to play it ever. I don't count ten as a blowout, but yeah, no, they don't. So I think with their with their offense being constructed the way that it is, I do think they get the max number of possessions this game, right? Um I think Ben Johnson's gonna try to be in his bag, try to try to let his ego and hubris. I ain't gonna try. He, he, he. Yeah, the, the future commander's coach. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think he's going to try to put his stamp on this game against the virtue young play caller on the other side. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see this one. I think a lot of people have San Fran bouncing back after a bad game, or and you know, like winning outright, or if I'm not mistaken, the spread is four and a half, isn't it? I think so. Uh, San Fran covering. I I like the Lions. I like the Lions with the points, and I actually like them to win outright. So I'm going money line. No, it's seven points. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Yeah, so it's a, yeah, the, the, the Ravens Chiefs is four and a half. Ravens Chiefs four and a half. Okay, okay. Yeah, they got the Niners at the seven. So they got the, they got the yeah they got nine or seven points. They got this game and they got a fifty one and a half over under. So fifty one and a half. They think it's gonna be a shootout. No, fifty one and a half over under with a seven point oh, spread. That's like that's that's, that's that's they think that's gonna be about like thirty something like thirty something twenty something. Yeah, they think it's gonna be thirty to twenty one. They think they're gonna lose by ten points. I don't see that. I don't see it either. I do not see that either. But we'll see. So. Because like this is like a, a game of strength on strength. You got one of the best D-lines in the league. You got one of the best O-lines in the really league. Do. Now, here's the thing. I think that 49ers D-line is overrated, bro. Chase Young, since he's been traded, has been a no-show. Also, hey, Terry, I had a little slander to you. Bosa makes up for a whole. I had, Terry, I had a little slander to you. This probably ain't going to reach you, but if it do. I had a little slander to you for not trading for Trey Young, not trading for Chase Young or Montez Sweat. That's why I sit and talk on podcasts and you run teams. You understand? So, you got it. <laughs> Do your thing. Uh, was was really looking for you to give up that third, but uh, nah, Chase, Chase ain't it, bro. Chase ain't been playing like... And, and you could say he's still coming off the energy. He goes because he don't play the... Nah, he he just goes rogue. He doesn't. He he don't follow. Like he's there. For, he he's there because his pedigree. Hundred percent. He's more named than anything at this. Hundred percent because he's supposed to bookend. They've actually moved him inside a couple times. Uh, what's his name? They picked him sixteenth overall too, out of South Carolina. How how do I know his draft position? Talk about Kinlaw. Kinlaw. How do I know his draft position and his school? But I can't think of this man's name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the Falcons wanted him. Yeah, bro, yeah. Ken Law, all-time bust right now. All-time bust right now. He is looking. I think it's mostly he's injured. He can't stay on the Bro, field. look. And then, now, their linebacking core is elite. But, like, people always, like, want to. You want to say, like, their D-line? Their D-line has not been showing up this year. 
And I think that has a lot to do with what people perceive to be a drop off in the 49ers defense is that they're, they're, their D line just ain't the line that it's been the past couple of years. Bro, what what you over there smiling? Who done texted you? I, I just I, I just I, <laughs> These are booty call hours, dog. Uh, you can't yeah, uh. <laughs> Alright, y'all. So we're gonna go ahead in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Please like, subscribe, uh, follow us on TikTok, X, Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, all that. You guys, shoot into the DMs, um, B-O-A-F on X, um, on TikTok. You can reach us. We tag ourselves in most of our videos and whatnot. So if you want to reach us, hit those DMs. Uh, We always want to try to use those topics for City Talk, right? If it just means out, we can come up with things to talk about on that last segment of the show, but we love hearing from you guys. That's our fan engagement. We want to get y'all. So, love you. Appreciate you. Thank y'all for being here. This has been your boy Q City. Your boy Todd Bravado. We out. Peace.